Welcome to the Orange County Catholic Radio Show. Each week, we bring you compelling conversation with church leaders and laity, talking about the things going on in our diocese and discussing the important issues that impact the world around us. We're coming to you from our studios on the campus of Christ Cathedral in Garden Grove, where Catholic faith is crystal clear. Here now to introduce our guest and today's topic is your host, Rick Howick. And welcome to Orange County Catholic Radio. I'm Rick Howick, your host, and with me today is Auxiliary Bishop for the Diocese of Orange, Han Nguyen. And I want to thank you, first of all, Bishop, for coming in and for gracing us. Would you please lead us in a brief word of prayer? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, we thank you for the many gifts you have given us. We thank you for the gift of the season of Easter that we are celebrating at this time. Easter means Jesus is alive. And pray for all of us. So whatever we do, we do in a way in order to uh, make Jesus known, Jesus alive in uh, the ministry entrusted to each one of us. We thank you for the gift of Our Lady of Lavang Shrine that we dedicated last year, and it has uh, been the uh, blessing to us here in the Diocese of uh, Orange, as well as the Vietnamese community here in this diocese. We ask you to um, bless this talk today so that uh, we are able to spread the, the words of Jesus through the uh, intercession of our Blessed Mother. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy, Holy Mary, Mary, Mother of God, God pray, pray for, for us sinners, sinners now, now and at the hour of our death. death. Amen. Our Lady of Lavang, pray, pray for, for us. us. In the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We are graced with having the bishop here today because we're going to be talking about a topic that a lot of people don't know a whole lot about, unless you're from within the Vietnamese community, I think. I know that I've been doing this for a number of years. I remember back in 2017, Bishop Van disappeared into Missouri for some reason, and I didn't quite know then what that was all about. It's become a big deal, this thing called the Marian Days. Bishop, what can you tell us a little bit about how this began, what this is? What are the Marian Days? Well, I like to flash back to what we did last year. Okay. You we were in the middle of that, COVID. Uh, yeah, yeah. Even, <laughs> e- even in the COVID time, that on uh, 17th of July last year, that we have a wonderful dedication uh, of uh, Our Lady of uh, Lavang uh, Shrine. And we have almost 10,000 people. It was huge. I remember. Yeah, we, that we, was we a it, great yeah. success. And uh, nobody get hurt and nobody get passed. Uh, <laughs> so the medical team was out of work uh, that's well, good. Well, <laughs> for that day. They're quite but happy anyway, about that. that's the grace of God that we have a wonderful and beautiful and graceful and meaningful uh, dedication last year. And in my homily for... Uh, that uh, dedication mass that I look at the dedication as a way of welcoming Our Lady of Lavang to her new home. In fact, to our home here in the Diocese of Orange. And so from that time on, Our Lady of Lavang has been part of our spiritual life here in the Diocese of Orange, especially to the Vietnamese Catholic Committee uh, here in the OC. Many Vietnamese uh, have made their pilgrimage to this site, especially the Vietnamese Catholic community here in the cathedral campus here. Every daily mass in the evening, uh, at the end, they walk out to the shrine and pray. I attended one of them, and it was very, very uplifting. Now, the Diocese of Orange has one of the largest Korean Catholic communities in the world, doesn't it? This is the hub, I say, the hub, for the, I like Viet- that. the Vietnamese uh, ca- uh, community. I mean, and then the Vietnamese Catholic community, including in that. So, if uh, if I would say this, outside of Vietnam, this is the most crowded, the largest population of Vietnamese outside of, uh, of Vietnam. And certainly the largest freely worshiping community in the world. Yes, yes. Catholics. Yeah. 
And then to review for just a moment for the listening audience that may not be fully aware, Our Lady of Levang, the story behind that was that we had persecuted Vietnamese Catholics from a couple hundred years ago who took refuge in the forest. Correct. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that story before we go on, because it's an important part to why there's such a devotion to Our Lady amongst the Vietnamese. Right. Uh, 223 years ago. <laughs> and yeah. how many minutes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 220, let's say 220 plus years ago, that uh, there was a persecution in Vietnam. And if you know the map of Vietnam, we have north, uh, central, and south. And the king lived in the central part of Vietnam. And so where the persecution spread from there to all Vietnam. And so um, uh, because of this persecution, so a lot of Christians had to uh, flee to, uh, to the forest, to the woods. And the woods is, is uh, not uh, maybe about, I say, 50 kilometers, 60 kilometers from the central part that where the king lived. So 25 miles or so. Somewhere like that. In, in that neighborhood. And so there in the wood, they pray, they suffer from all those kind of things, you know, in the woods. That uh, How do they have uh, food and, and, and drinking and survive and so on and so forth? And they pray. And then while they're praying that uh, a lady appear to them and then tell them that uh, I will walk with you, I will journey with you, and using the leaves around there in order to eat as a kind of uh, a medicine in order to help them in, in those times. And so uh, the lady who hold on the baby, well, she appeared to them. And so later on that the, the, the Catholic believe uh, that that is uh, our blessed mother. And so okay. from that story on, that the Vietnamese community, Catholic community in, in, in Vietnam had the, the Marian devotion, and they, they built the chapel over there. And, you know, Vietnam War has really kind of give, give them a, a hard time so that they destroyed the chapel, and then they rebuilt again and so on and so forth. And the Marian devotion to Our Lady uh, of Lavang has spread to the United States after the 1975, the, the boat people uh, who, who came to the United States, and many of them who reside here in Orange County. And so that's why we have this Our Lady of Lavang shrine built up uh, and dedicated last year. Okay, so the Lady of Lavang shrine is... Here, but the Marian days started in the Missouri area? In Cartage, Missouri, in Why? 1978. Okay. There is the uh, religious community by the name uh, Mary, Mother of Redeemer. Okay. All right. And uh, they escaped Vietnam by boat, the okay. same thing, in 1975. And um, Bishop Law... Uh, in Springfield, the inner diocese. Back when he was the, the bishop there, bishop. Be before right. he went to Boston, he had some issues. Co correct, <laughs> <laughs> correct. And so uh, he welcomed this whole religious community. I believe that maybe about 30 or 40 uh, members of that uh, community. And so give the community this building. I don't know, is that from the convent or whatever, the school? I, I don't remember which, which one it was either. I know he actually leased it to him for a dollar. <laughs> yeah, 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 so yeah. that way it was an official legal thing. <laughs> yeah. And so that religious community uh, know that the Vietnamese have a strong Marian devotion. Yeah. So they begin this kind of Marian day in a small scale in those days. So they started off very small. Very small. One day I, retreat. I heard that probably maybe there's less than a thousand people or something uh, yeah. in that neighborhood. And then it grew up to probably... Eighty or 90,000 people. The, the last I saw a number on it was 120,000. Is that right? Yeah. I, I know in 2011 it was 60,000, and I think when Bishop Van was there, I think it was 120,000. Wow. Something yeah. like that. Because Bishop Van went in 2017. And I, w I went there in 2018, I believe. Okay. Yes, in 18, and then it was about 80,000 there. That's why, okay. That's why okay. I get the number. I'm only looking at... I think it's, uh, don't tell anyone, I think it's Wikipedia. 
or something like that. But anyway, it's <laughs> so it's hard. So with that in mind, it's a huge number of people, and especially if you think about where they are. We're talking about in in the middle of Missouri. There's a large group of Vietnamese that live in the Missouri area. No. I think that is original. That is incredible, yeah. But because the Cartes Missouri is right in the central part of uh, of the United, United States. States, okay, and so it draw the people from Texas, yeah, or from Chicago, Illinois, yeah. Ohio, or maybe a little western part of Pennsylvania. <laughs> all right, coming down to that, and then all those, the Kansas City, and in, sure. in those, uh, St. Louis, all right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but uh, the people flock to Missouri, and, and they consider uh, the Marian Days uh, in Cote, Missouri, as the meeting point, uh, meeting time for the people to, to, to get together. So the Marian Days there, I understand people will send up their tents and they'll camp out for days while they're there? Yeah, at least three days, I think, but uh, some of them uh, four or five days. And the community, the religious community that I'm talking about, yeah. uh, if you register into these Marian Day, then they will help them to pitch the tent and then how many people are <laughs> going to do that. They came out around wow. the uh, uh, religious community building there. Yeah. Wow, that is absolutely fantastic. So I understand that you've also got – now you've got uh, different groups that come in and they, they have uh, traditional food and they have different celebrations that go on. They have different things going on on the side. But it's essentially centered around Our Lady of the Sacred Heart and Joseph as being the, the, the chief icons, so to speak, of right. the centrality of these days. I, I, I think the, in, in back to the, the, uh, the Cartes, Missouri, Marian days that, uh, they have on Friday, we celebrate the Vietnamese martyrs. Okay. The Vietnamese right. martyrs on Friday. Okay. Saturday is Marian, the Aule Lavang, the Marian day. We have all the mass uh, with the Marian focus and then the procession in the afternoon, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, two hours around, oh, wow. around the, the, uh, the city there. Uh, and, wow. then, and then the solemn mass uh, at 7 o'clock uh, in the evening. And, and that's, that's with 80,000 people in attendance at the mass. Yes, yes. Oh, I think wow. that the, uh, the highlight would be Saturday. When the procession and then the mass, that 80,000, because right after that, some of them will, will leave back to their home. There is mass on Sunday morning, but I think the crowd probably down, down in a half or so. Uh, You're listening to Orange County Catholic Radio. I'm Rick Howick, your host. With me today is Bishop Tan Nguyen, who is the auxiliary bishop for the Diocese of Orange. And we are talking about what are called the Marian Days and part of the reason we're talking about it is because our diocese, after making the the dedication of Our Lady of Levang, has embraced the Marian Days as well. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how we're going to be empowering the Vietnamese community in our area to embrace the Marian Days. And we will be right back. Welcome back to Orange County Catholic Radio. I'm Rick Howick, your host. With me today is Bishop Tant Nguyen, who is the Auxiliary Bishop for the Diocese of Orange and very, very involved with the Vietnamese community here in the Diocese of Orange. And in fact, we are talking today about one of the important festival days, one of the set of festival days that the community has celebrated actually traditionally in, in Missouri. But we in the Diocese of Orange, since as, as Bishop has mentioned, we're the hub now. We have a huge population here of Vietnamese Catholics, and there's a real desire to have our own version, so to speak, of the celebration of the Marian Days. All right, Bishop, we were talking a little bit about the history of how it developed in Missouri, kind of in a celebration of having escaped Vietnam and a reminder of... Our Lady, who is caring for us and caring for Vietnam, what is the Diocese of Orange planning for this year? 
Well, Rick, you, you mentioned that the desire to do our own version, and so um, the uh, Vietnamese uh, Catholic committee here in the Diocese of Orange after the dedication get together, and we have the committee to plan for the Marian Days. That is inspired by the uh, Cartes, Missouri, Marian Day, and follow that kind of module. Uh, and so uh, first, we, we need to find a theme, all right? And so, like I shared with you, that we welcome Mary, Our Lady Lavang, into our home here. And uh, Our Lady Lavang has been journeying with us throughout this year with the first, ma- uh, first uh, Saturday Mass. More than 1,000 people gathered together around the shrine and celebrate Mass and so on and so forth. And so we come up with a theme, with Mary, giving thanks to God. And this theme is based on the words of Magnificat in the Gospel of Luke. My soul proclaim the goodness of the Lord. And so Mary thanks God for many things, but uh, especially to choose her to be the mother of the Son of God to the marvelous work of the Holy Spirit. And so uh, we too, we can thank God for the many blessings we have received in our life, the gift of life, the gift of parish family, the gift of diocesan family, the gift of faith, and especially as we approach the 4th of July, because uh, the, the Marian Day will take place on the 1st and the 2nd of July. And so uh, approach the 4th of July, we uh, uh, thank God for the gift of freedom, uh, you got here. a whole week of celebration. That's oh, 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 sure. Oh, we love to have the fireworks, but I don't know whether or not we are allowed to, to, to do that. Uh, all right. So, um, well, I know at the I, end in in Missouri, they have a long bunch of firecrackers they let off at the very end. Oh, they, they did that. They did that. Uh, but you know, we're going to have a special thing instead of some fireworks. So we'll, we'll, we'll keep it secret. We'll give okay, it secret okay, to the no, end no. and invite you to come for, for that. But, uh, recently, that uh, we announce the Marian Days to the community uh, here and uh, across the United States. And in that announcement, Bishop Van said these words, and I, I like to, to, to use those sure. words. Uh, it, it captured the, what we are trying to do for these two days of Marian Day. And Bishop Van said, Marian Days will offer all Catholics an opportunity to come together to walk in the Marian procession while praying the Holy Rosary around the cathedral campus and to participate in Masses with the Bishop of the Diocese of Orange. Our Catholic community will truly walk together in faith to the keynote addresses, participating in adoration and confession in Christ's cathedral, listening to Christian music performances, enjoying our beautiful campus art, and visiting the magnificent our Lady of Lavang Shrine. Bishop has a, a, a when we have him on the air, he he's very brief, but he's always very insightful. Once again, Bishop Van is very insightful. Yeah, so uh, that's why um, Bishop Van went to the Cartes Missouri, and so I think he envisioned that this day coming. That's why he went three, four years ago in order to plan for this Marian Day coming up. When he went in 2017, there was already a plan to build something with Our Lady of Levang. Oh, no, the, the, the shrine building are going on. So the visit he had there where he was able to see a sea of people, 100,000 or so people out there who were gathered around, and very few of them live there, they all came in because they're enthusiastic yeah. about this set of days, this dedication to Mary. This was enlivening them enough mm-hmm. to bring everyone together out of nowhere to here, to Carthage. That had to be inspiring for him to say, here in Orange County, where we have many thousands of Vietnamese Catholics who are present, this has to be done here. We have to be able to do it here. That, that, that has to be what inspired him. Yeah, well, talking about that, I think the Vietnamese community here appreciate Bishop Van's uh, concern about the needs of the Vietnamese community here, and because he can see the need of the Vietnamese uh, Catholic community, and he allow the shrine to be built right here in the Christ Cathedral campus. This is a wonderful, wonderful place, and the Vietnamese Catholic community uh, is truly appreciated uh, uh, that kind of uh, offer 
from Bishop Van. And I think uh, he, he continued to support us with all the program so far. And I'm sure with the Marian days, he uh, will we'll bring uh, his mind and happiness uh, into his heart uh, with, with his longing for the past, I don't know, uh, six, seven years when, when he came to the Diocese of Orange. Now, I know that for the two years that most of the world was shut down for COVID, that the Marian days were quite subdued in Missouri. So they've kind of been on hold for a while. Now you've got it going on here. Are you anticipating that you're going to have a, an influx of people from outside of the Diocese of Orange coming to our celebration as well? Yes. In fact, that I received the information that... Um, one bus coming down here from San Jose, and two buses <laughs> of people coming down here from Oakland. Oh, wow. All right, so Very that's good. official. All, All right. right. And certainly around here in the Archdiocese of L.A., as well as the Diocese of uh, San Bernardino and uh, San Diego. Certainly. Uh, uh, yeah, they will come in. That's no doubt about that, because um, I, I talk about the first Saturday Mass at the shrine, and I just received the news that uh, the Vietnamese people from uh, the Archdiocese of uh, Los Angeles wanted to participate in uh, one of those uh, first uh, Saturday. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, let me ask a couple of questions. Is everything done in a bilingual status? For someone who doesn't speak any Vietnamese, are they going to be comfortable in coming and being able to participate? Oh, I think that's that in the program that we will talk about because the Marian Days will take place uh, on two days, Friday, 1st of July, Saturday, 2nd of July. But the Friday from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. All right. And uh, we will begin very much like the dedication uh, mass uh, uh, that uh, if you attended last year, uh-huh. we will have the uh, drummers. Uh-huh. Uh, the Vietnamese love the drum and everything <laughs> in order to kind of the bring people together and to let people know that it began and it invoked the Holy Spirit. So the drummer, Thien will begin. And then right after that, we will have what we call the youth choir. Now, why the youth choir? Because we wanted to add to this Marian Day with the youth track, youth ministry into this. And so uh, so that's why we have the choir. We'll sing two sh- songs. And I anticipate more than 200 uh, members of youth choir, not not counting the other, the, 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 the other <laughs> members. And then the mass begins 730 all right. All right. And Bishop Fryer will celebrate Mass. And certainly Bishop Fryer will Fryer say Mass is in not English. very fluent in, in Vietnamese. So. Yeah, and, <laughs> and he will preach in, in, in English and there will be translation. Okay. But uh, on that Friday, we have the keynote speaker, but that's a word of Vietnamese. But I'm sure that he's going he gonna to say a few words in English uh, before he, he, he addresses the people. Now, on Friday, again, before the 7.30 Mass, that we have the youth rally, and youth rally will be in English from six okay. to seven fifteen. It will be in the gym, not yeah. out in out in the, uh, the the shrine. The shrine will 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 hear the keynote speaker and the drummer and so on and so forth. So six to seven thirty youth rallies, everything in English. All right, singing song activity, and that will lead into the next day Saturday. We will have a youth track from ten to three thirty. And everything is English. Now, if you have children or maybe your friend uh, English speaking, please invite them okay. uh, to come for these two days, Friday from 6 to 7.15, as well as Saturday 10 to 3.30 p.m. For people who have not had the chance to experience um, an activity where you've got the Vietnamese community from Southern California come together, the enthusiasm for the Lord is contagious. <laughs> there is no way that you could attend one of these uh, events without feeling as if Christ has touched you in your heart. So I highly recommend that since, as Bishop just said, if you're not Vietnamese or if you don't speak Vietnamese, please come. This is going to be a time to be able to uh, experience the love of God, which transcends every language, but to experience the love of God, and you will not be lost. You will enjoy the day. 
you'll enjoy the experience and you'll also enjoy the flavor of how to celebrate Jesus Christ in Mass Vietnamese style, which <laughs> it has its own flavor. It really does. So, Bishop, if we're talking, and we've got another minute or so left in this segment, if we're talking then about how the the days are going to play out, Friday then is is going to be mostly evening, but Saturday will be mostly day. Is that kind of yeah. how you're scheduling it? Yeah. Uh, well, before I'm talking about the Saturday, I need to add one more time that after the Mass, Bishop Friar presided. And then the council operated by all the bishop and then the priest in the diocese or visit from other part of the state. After mass, we put it in, in into the calendar, 9 to 11 p.m., there will be young adult worship evening. And again, it is in English as well. Okay. So youth before the mass, young adult right after the mass. Now that is on Friday. Okay. okay. Now, Saturday, we will begin 8 a.m. morning mass in the cathedral itself. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. And I will preside. This will be in Vietnamese. And then the harmonist will be Father Cho Nguyen, who is the president of the Confederation of the Vietnamese Catholic Committee here in the United States. And uh, at the end of the 8 a.m. mass, we will have the healing prayer. Oh, wow. So there will be priests to, to lay on of hands and praying for for you. If you wanted to uh, to receive the healing grace, then just come. Right after that, we will uh, expose the Blessed Sacrament for adoration. From that time on, I believe that probably 9.30 till 2 p.m. in the afternoon. Okay, so, okay, so that four to five be, hours of... Uh, at the same time, there will be priests to hear confession in the cathedral during the adoration. So, so that's uh, in the cathedral. So when we're talking about the schedule, I want to pause for a moment because we're going to have to take a break here in just a minute. But if when we come back, we can talk a little bit more about how the rest of the weekend plays out. I'd also I want to tap a little more into you, Bishop. I want to ask you a couple of personal questions about how this affects you. You're listening to Orange County Catholic Radio. We are talking with Bishop Tan Nguyen, who is the Auxiliary Bishop for the Diocese of Orange, and we're talking about the Marian Days, which are up and coming. And we will be right back. Welcome back to Orange County Catholic Radio, coming to you high atop the Tower of Hope in beautiful Garden Grove, California, on the campus of Christ Cathedral, where Catholic faith is crystal clear. I'm Rick Howick, your host. With me today is Bishop Tan Nguyen, who is the Auxiliary Bishop, uh, actually one of two, serving alongside Bishop Van, who is very supportive and involved in engaging and encouraging of all of the members of the Catholic community in his diocese, most especially recently the Vietnamese community, uh, as we saw last year with the dedication of Our Lady of Levang. Today we're talking about the Marian Days, which, as we said in, in the previous segment, began in the 1970s by a small group of clerics that were invited to, after they came across from Vietnam as refugees, to have some time to be able to have their own little retreat. And that little retreat turned over the years into a 100,000 people who show up in the middle of Missouri, which is not a a large congregation normally of, of Vietnamese Catholics, but they come anyway. In the Diocese of Orange, where we do have a large number of Vietnamese who live here as Catholics, we're blessed with the privilege now of being able to initiate the Marian Days here. And so we've been talking about that. Bishop, you were talking about how Friday we're going to have a, a number of activities, most of which are either in English or in, are bilingual, but it is something that certainly is open and inviting to all people from every Catholic group or uh, language group, so to speak. Saturday, the Mass starts in Vietnamese, so it's a little more into the community, per se, what happens for the rest of Saturday? You were mentioning after that Mass, you have adoration. By the way, this is Saturday, July when? 
July, 2nd of July. 2nd of July. Two days before Bef- the 4th of July. Very good. Yeah. After the Mass, um, like I said earlier, that uh, we have confession and adoration going on in the cathedral. But from 10 o'clock on, that uh, we have, like I said to you earlier, that um, we have youth track. Mm-hmm. All right. The whole youth track from 10 to 3.30 p.m., it will be in the gym. And then uh, at the same time, there will be three adult sessions, all right, uh, and each session consists of four workshops. And the workshop okay. will be based on Mariology, the study of Mary, based on Eucharist, all right, based on uh, liturgy, family, and in all the issue, the things that are very necessary for, for our Christian life. See, now you've got my attention even more. That's, I love theology. I love Mary. Yes. Yeah. And so. And so Eucharist. We, so we, yeah, we, <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about that. Uh, and then so we have four, se- uh, four workshops each session. Okay. And let's say the first session is from 10 to 11 a.m. with breakfast lunch. And then the second session from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. And then have a little break in order to move from one place to the other. And then 2.30 p.m. to 3.30 p.m., the third session. And all those four sessions for workshop okay. will take place at four buildings here in this campus. Okay. Uh, if you know the place, I think you, you will see this name of the building. Arboretum, okay. okay. Free Theater, uh, Large Gallery, and the Cultural Center, Men Floor. Okay. So that's all actually surrounding the actual cathedral itself. Correct. Nothing in the far corners where we've got offices and things like that. This is all here right in the center of the quad area, so to speak, of the uh, of the cathedral building. Right. Yeah, it's, it's right here, cathedral, cultural center, and in, in this area. Although we have the area in the uh, pastoral center and the uh, Christ Cathedral Academy, that okay. there we have the booth. For food. Oh, wow. Okay. Hey, me <laughs> you come to Mary. Uh, Mary will take care of you. Oh, you know, yeah. The no. food and everything. The Vietnamese food is very rich. You the, know that. The drums and the food. That yeah, I remember. That, 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 that's it. That's it, yeah. And so that on, on the far end. But I think all the workshops will be around the cathedral, the shrine of our Lady Lavang, the cultural center, Tower of Hope over here. So you've got three opportunities to choose amongst the four workshops. Yeah. So you can, the anticipation is you're going to choose three of the four and attend three of the four while you're there. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you've got an opportunity to be able to do some exploration with Mary. And there is so much, so much richness there. And in fact, the the days themselves are centered around Mary, of course. Yeah. Uh, There's the Eucharist, which of course, our very first uh, instruction from Mary to Jesus had to do with the symbolism of the water to wine, which we, we understand to have been an icon for the Eucharist uh, in John. And then you're going to be having other workshops on theological topics that are going to be important for people. Canon law. Oh, canon law, too. Dr. Doktorzik will be there. (laughs) (laughs) Father Doktorzik will be there. Monsignor Doktorzik will be there. I know, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So you've got a full conference going on here. This begins as a celebration, but it includes kind of a hybrid then of instruction, of engagement, of things to feed and think about, not just experience. Mm -hmm. The experience is so very important. But how you understand what you experience and how you frame it becomes very important, too. Right. So you've got the, the training as well. Well, I think that so, the, the Vietnamese like to have that. It is uh, the Marian days are, are the way for them to uh, to have the kind of day of reflection. And uh, they didn't have that uh, privilege in, in, in their own parish. So, so they can come here to, to study a little bit on this in order to... Uh, to uh, enhance the spirituality in their Catholic life. Now, are these in, in English? Are these in Vietnamese for the workshops? Or do you know yet if you've got uh, those tracks f- I, I settled yet? Those tracks for the adult, uh, everything is in Vietnamese. Okay. The youth track okay, is, is in the, English. Is in English. Uh-huh. Because we have a number of Vietnamese children, teenagers, and young adults who have grown up 
And while they may have been exposed to the language, not all of them are great speakers. Yeah. So if you're going to reach out to everybody, you've got to be able to do that, too. We hope to do that. I think this is the first time. Remember, this yeah. is inaugural. So the first time, so we reach out to the youth with the with teenagers, uh, uh, young adult, uh, everything will be in English. And then for the uh, the Vietnamese adult, uh, uh, with these workshop will be in, in, in Vietnamese. And so we will observe for this year and see sure. whether or not the needs, and then we will plan for next year whatever the topic that will be in English. Yeah. Uh, that that will draw the English-speaking people in, into these, these Marian days. I hope that this turns out to be a fantastic set of of workshops as they go forward. When the rest of the day continues, how do the workshops come to a close, and what are you doing towards the end? Yeah, well, I think, like I mentioned uh, earlier, that the the third session begin. 2.30 p.m. and end at 3.30 p.m. So right. that's that's the, the last session. Right. Uh, so we break a little bit, and then now this is the highlight. This is the climax of the Marian Day. It begins with the Holy Rosary Procession, 4.30. Okay. 4.30. Now the procession will begin at Gate 1, of the campus. Okay. All right. And then we will hope to get out of this campus to the Chapman Road. Okay. Okay. The Chapman and go we'll return right. Uh, hopefully we, the city, uh, would allow us to have one land in the Chapman right. Road and then we we'll move along the Chapman Road to Lewis. Lewis and turn right. Turn right. And then we'll end, re-enter the campus at gate number five. All right. And so we go number five into the shrine in, uh, to end with the uh, flower offering and uh, the concluding prayer. So uh, gate number five is not the last gate. It's the gate before you... I you think the last the, gate. It's the last gate? I okay. think that the last gate. Okay. Yeah. And then it's going to bring you around into the parking lot around area. into the okay. parking lot and, and then, then end up at the shrine. And then we have the children to uh, offer flowers. That That's a very, very uh, yeah, traditional sure. uh, ceremony of the Marian procession, according to the Vietnamese uh, tradition. Uh, and then and with prayer. And then so that would be the uh, procession. But uh, that is a high, one of the highlights of, of the Marian Day. We are working on the sound system yeah. so that the participant would uh, follow according to the rhythm of that, you know, we would say rosary and singing, Marian song, and so on and so forth. This is similar to what happens in Missouri, isn't Correct. it? Correct, yeah. They take that time and they actually go around the city yeah. and then come back to the shrine area. Yeah. And then you're going to have a rosary as part of that. As part of that. Okay. And then, you know, certainly at the end of every decade that, that, that we, uh, we, we sing the Marian song, we had chosen the song that very familiar to, to the Vietnamese community so they don't need any sheet that just uh, they go <laughs> along, all right, and they, they memorize it. I think basically the rosary is the, the main part during the procession. Sure. Yeah. Then what happens? Uh, at the end of the Marian uh, procession, um, now we are at the shrine. Yes. At the shrine. And so we have from 6.30 to 7.30, we have prelude. The music. Okay. Uh, and now this is the big uh, choir that you experienced if you okay. att- attended last year. Yeah. Um, they uh, anticipate uh, seven to 800 members, uh, voices for, for, for this choir from all the Vietnamese Catholic community here in the Diocese of Orange. And then we have liturgical dance, so 6.30 to 7.30. And then we will begin the solemn mass presided by Bishop Van. Okay. So that will be in English, all right. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to have mass in the morning, but that's the Saturday mass. Saturday mass. And then the 7.30 mass in the evening will be for Sunday. For Sunday, correct. All right, so yes. you start with mass, you end with mass. This is a great way to have yeah. a Saturday. Yeah, yeah. So, Very good. Uh, presided by Bishop Van, and uh, I, I was designated to be the homilist, so uh, would be right. uh, both in English and in, 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 in Vietnamese. Very much that uh, the same what we experienced last year at the dedication mass. Uh, this is seven thirty. Right after that, we have um, car raffle 
Yeah. A car raffle. Okay. Yeah, drawing, <laughs> car raffle, drawing. Well, you know, Rick, we need... You got to uh, raise the money. <laughs> yeah, we, we need finance in order to defray the costs uh, here for these number two million days. Uh, and uh, and I, I know that the Vietnamese uh, Catholic are very, very generous with this. Sure. They, they love Mary and they don't mind that. And so car raffle is an opportunity. For I want to talk a little bit more about the car raffle. I want to talk about some of the details. But I also, when we come back, I want to ask you about what this means to you personally because i know your story and i I know that there's got to be a lot that touches you here bishop you're listening to orange county catholic radio i'm rick howick your host with me is bishop tan nguyen we're talking about the marian days they're going to be coming up here at the diocese of orange and when we come back we're going to talk about what that means to bishop nguyen Welcome back to Orange County Catholic Radio. I'm Rick Howick, your host. With me today is Bishop Tan Nguyen, who is the Auxiliary Bishop for the Diocese of Orange, and who is talking to us about the upcoming Festival of the Marian Days, which are a set of days at the beginning of July here at the Diocese of Orange that actually echoes a pilgrimage that developed in Missouri in the aftermath of the the refugees coming from Vietnam who were allowed, who were given uh, a small little bit of land to work with when they first got to the United States, and they began this annual shrine with just a few people, and it's grown to 100,000 people or so every year now, it, and it draws people from all over the country to this little area that doesn't have normally a, a lot of the Vietnamese Catholic community present during the year, but 100,000 people are there every year. We are going to be conducting, for the first time at the Diocese of Orange, an echo of that, uh, the Marian Days, but celebrated here locally. And so Bishop has been kind enough to talk to us about how that's going to unfold and exactly what's going to be happening. I want to ask some of the nuts and bolts. This is going to be an expensive thing to do. How are you raising money, Bishop? <laughs> well, God will provide... And God will provide through the generosity of the people. I experienced last year when uh, when we uh, do fundraising for the dedication. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, I was touched and was moved with the uh, generosity of the, of, of the people here in the Diocese of Orange. Uh, the community lo- comes through. The, the commu- yeah, they, they, they love Mary, and they know that the shrine will be meaningful to their spirituality, so uh, they, they don't mind to, to, to donate uh, finance in order, in order to, to, to help out, to defray the cost of these activities. So uh, you'll take free gifts if oh, anyone oh, wants yes. to give them. Oh, yes, yeah. And then so um, uh, last year we, we did the car raffle, and uh, and uh, it come up uh, just as wonderfully in order to pay for the cost and a little bit more in order yeah. to, to do many days. So you're doing a car raffle again? Car raffle again, yeah. Do you know what car it is or what you... What you... Oh, uh, you know, uh, Tesla. How about that? All right. Very you, good. You know, talk, talking about Tesla, I, I have this story to tell you that recently, in, well, since last July, that uh, Bishop Vander appointed me to be an interim administrator uh, down in uh, San Clemente, you know, Our Lady of Farima. Right. And you know that I reside at St. Nicholas in Laguna Wood. Okay. And so I have to drive down to San Clemente for parish work, and I have to drive up to pastoral center here yeah. for bishop work, yeah. all right? Uh, and you know with the price of, of gas right oh, now, yeah, it I cost do. me $120 a week. Yeah. And so I'm thinking about maybe I'm going to propose to Bishop Ben <laughs> to give me a Tesla. There you go. <laughs> so anyway. Spend $60,000 to save $120. I got it. I'm not sure the math works out, but okay, <laughs> Bishop. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the Tesla is the cost. That's fantastic. Yep. So, uh, and then fifty thousand uh, dollars cost. Do yeah. you know how much the tickets cost? I think you the the, the people here in Orange County receive the uh, uh, the all the ticket. The uh, five dollars for one ticket. Oh, that's cheap. Yeah, and then wow. if, you, if you buy the uh, the whole uh, the stack of five uh, ticket, uh-huh. uh, you pay only twenty dollars, which is only four dollars uh, for each. If you buy the my stack. daughter needs a car, I'll I'll take some oh, when, you're, when sure, you're on your way sure. out. If you've got yeah, any extra tickets yeah, right okay. now, yeah. And then so please um, uh, help out by by participate with the car raffle, and it will be draw at the end 
of uh, the solemn mass on Saturday around 9.30 or so. If you get 10,000 people like you did for the dedication of Our Lady Levang, and they all buy just one ticket, you've only broken even. So everyone has to buy more than one ticket. So everyone that's listening, please remember, you're expected <laughs> to buy at least two tickets per person coming in. Yes. That yes. would be fantastic. Yeah. I want to ask you, your story is also one of struggle, and you're a very humble man. And that being aside, you also have the responsibility of being a bishop, so I can put a little Catholic guilt on you and say you need to speak a little bit about yourself too, Bishop. How does this affect you? What does this mean to you to see these days coming to the community here in the Diocese of Orange? Has it touched you, Bishop? And if so, how? You know, uh, ever since the I came to the Diocese of Orange and Bishop Fan appointed me to oversee this project, I love it. And it touched me every moment when I think about uh, Our Lady of Lavang Shrine uh, because it uh, reminds me of the tradition that I have learned for my family every day that we have uh, morning prayer and evening prayer, rosary included. So every day that we have that, not only that, when we escaped Vietnam by bow in 1979. So not all of our listening audience heard you a year or so ago when we talked. You were part of that refugee group, too. Correct, yeah. But uh, 1979 and then uh, 18 days on the sea, I escaped Vietnam by boat from Nha Trang, Cameron Bay, if you know the Vietnamese map. And uh, right after the uh, escaping from Vietnam, that there was a big storm, tropical storm, 40 miles an hour, 60 kilometer in a small boat, it's, um, 8 feet wide and, and 28 feet long. Uh, we, we struggled with the storm, but we survived, thank God, for that. Uh, and then uh, on the eighth day, we ran out of food and drink. And then how did we survive uh, 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 10 days later that we arrived in, in, in Philippines uh, safely? Each three days that we receive a rain, and each time we have one cup of water for, for 26 people on that boat, three times like that. And so the only reason that I am here today to talk to you is God on high, journey with, with us, and then send rain in order to rescue us in, in this time. But you know what? Every night and every morning on that 18 days that we say rosary, and I believe that through the intercession of Mary that our family came to the shore simply after 18 days. And so after 18 days, when, when I when I arrived in the Philippines, that I prayed this. I said, Lord, my life was on the sea, and now you give me the new life. I will dedicate uh, to whatever you have in store for me. And that lead me to priesthood. And then uh, I didn't plan to be a bishop. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you believe that Mary saved your life, and you've dedicated that life. To Mary, yeah, through the intercession of Mary, that uh, God, uh, God saved our lives and and brought us to the shore uh, safely. Yes, and now you have the opportunity to oversee and empower the, Our Lady of Levang last year, and now this particular celebration using the resources that were dedicated last year in order to empower the community this year as part of the Marian Days. Yes, and also my story is one among the stories of the Vietnamese uh, refugee Fair who man. escaped Vietnam by boat, and there's a lot of them right, right there. And so I'm sure that when I share this story, a lot of Vietnamese would relate to that. Sure. And I think uh, the, the Marian devotion coming out of that kind of uh, belief and that kind of faith that uh, through the intercession of our Blessed Mother, that, that we came to the United States and received the gift of freedom that we are about uh, to celebrate here in the United States. And I'd like to say a word of thanks to the people who helped me in order to make this Marian Days uh, to this point. And, and you know, uh, more than 1,000 volunteers to help wow. me on this Marian Day. We are going to have the uh, Mass of Sending 
in order to commissioning to them for the Marian Day. So more than one one thousand volunteers uh, to do that. So the Marian Days uh, are approaching. Uh, so uh, first I, and second, yeah, first and second of July. Yeah. And so uh, I would ask you to to pray. Uh, to pray for the Holy Spirit, to pray that God will uh, will send us uh, the grace, the blessings, so that we prepare well and we plan well, and uh, and, and then promote. I thank uh, thank you, Rick, for for giving me an opportunity to to talk uh, on, on radio like this in order to promote. And you know, if, if you want to know more about the Marian Day, you can go to website. All right, and the website uh, call. Marian Days, one word, M-A-R-I-A-N-D-A-Y-S dot R-C-B-O dot org, O-R-G. All right, the R-C-B-O is Roman Catholic Bishop of Orange, so it's R-C-B-O dot org. All right. So that that would be good. Marian Days dot R-C-B-O dot org. Bishop, thank you so very, very much for coming in and, and sharing with us this invitation, but also your enthusiasm is not only contagious, but your last couple minutes where you shared a little bit more about how this has impacted you explains it. You're truly appreciative of the graces that Mary has empowered in you and in your community. Thank you for that. Would you please pray for us and then also impart your blessing? In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, we thank you for the many gifts you have given us and the gift of Marian days coming up with the theme with Mary giving thanks to God. Certainly we have a lot of things to be grateful to you, your blessing, your gifts, the gift of life, the gift of uh, family, and the gift of the Marian days uh, coming up to uh, each one of us. Bless uh, all of us. Open our mind and our heart to receive uh, the gift of the Holy Spirit, the gift of grace, uh, so that we are able to uh, preach the good news of Jesus Christ in our lives, especially through the Marian uh, devotion. Uh, and pray for the um, success of the Marian days in order to bring many people to come to Mary and ultimately to her son, Jesus Christ. May everything we do, we uh, uh, do for your glory. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much, Bishop. For, again, people that would like to find out more information, they can go to Days, all one word, dot rcbo.org and if you would like to hear this particular broadcast again or share it with somebody else you can go to occatholic.com and if you go to occatholic.com go to the radio tab where you can pull down the radio programs that we put on and our flagship show Orange County Catholic Radio is there and this as a podcast will be posted shortly after its broadcast and once again on behalf of all of us at Orange County Catholic Radio thank you Bishop for coming in thank you Rick Thank all of you for listening, and we will see you again next week.